Welcome to the podcast, Let the Prophet Speak. This is Isaiah 28a, and this is Saul Weinreb, your host for the podcast. In this chapter, Ishayahu, Isaiah, jumps back and forth from speaking to the people of his time and criticizing them about their ways and the visions of the future. In this way, he tries to drive home the message to the people that he is speaking to, the message of priorities, that what they deem important today, the trivial and temporary pleasures that they are so proud of, that these will lead only to destruction and shame. While the true values of God, the values of justice and righteousness, that these are forever. And in the future day, these are the only things that will matter. Ishayahu uses his vision of the future, the vision of the triumph of God and justice over arrogance and pride, as a way to try and get the people of his day to change their errant ways. Today, as I did in last chapter, I am using mostly the commentary of the Malbim to guide us through this chapter, with some additions from other sources and some of my own thoughts. Today we will do verses 1 through 13. Hoi ateret geut shikore Ephraim, vitzitz novel tzivitivarto, asher al rosh geishimonim halume yoyen. Woe to the crowns of arrogance that the drunkards of Ephraim are wearing. Isaiah is criticizing the people of the northern kingdom, who not much later than this prophecy were to be destroyed by Assyria. That their beautiful glory, the things that they take pride in, is really just a wilted flower, as they are bloated with rich and fatty foods and overcome by wine and drunkenness. Mishayahu paints an image of people who are arrogant and proud of their passions and involve themselves in eating and drinking instead of accomplishing the tasks of God. Behold, God has in store for you a strong and mighty punishment like a storm of hail, a shower of pestilence like a torrential rain that will pour upon the earth with power and strength. You drunkards of Ephraim will be trampled underfoot by the enemy. Your arrogant crowns will be crushed. These things... These crowns refer to the things that they glorified in, the things that they were so proud of, which is their food, wine, parties, and, and pride. And the crowning jewel of your pride will be like wilted flowers. The glory that was on their heads that were bloated with pride will be like an unripe fig. That when one sees this unripe small little fig, the tiny little fruits, the humble little fruit, they will be poor and devoured, just swallowed up in one gulp. Here, Ishayahu flips from talking to the people of the time to their criticism of them and says, On that day though, on that day in the future, Some commentaries explain this Bayomahu is referring to the time of the destruction of the northern kingdom. But I think it's more likely Bayomahu means the same as it usually does in the future times. And what will be then? It will be God himself, the Lord of hosts. Only he will be the glorious beauty. Only he will be the crown of glory for the remaining people of his nation. Those people who are not destroyed due to their arrogance.
by pivoting from criticism of the day to the Bayomahu, he's trying to teach the people of what their true priorities should be. And, the, and he continues, Uluruach mishpat mishpat only God will be the source of justice and power for those people who stood guard at the gates and protected themselves from the influence of the arrogant ones. Here Yeshayahu uses the metaphor of the righteous as being guardians at the gates, as if they were able to keep the enemies out by not allowing themselves to be influenced by the evil ways of the arrogant. Yeshayahu also reminds us of a central theme throughout this book, that the days of God's glory will be the days when there will be true justice. But even then, Hishayahu continues, even in those days after the northern kingdom will be trampled and after God's justice will become established, but it won't be over yet. Even among those people, they will be mistaken. They will make mistakes because of wine. And because of beer or liquor, they will they will be lost. Kohen v'navi shagu v'ashechar. Their priests, their priests, and their and their false prophets will be mistaken because of because of of of, of alcohol. Nivlu min ayayin. Ta'u min ashechar shagu baroa pakupililia. Even the priests and the false prophets will get overwhelmed by beer and wine and be led to mistakes and be confused. And their judgments, pililia. In other words, their ability to do true justice will be impaired as they mess up their judgments. Because all of the tables will be full of garbage and filth without any place for anything good and productive and fine. In this time, the Prophet is saying, me, I, and those that are around me that are trying to teach the message of God, et me yore are. To whom will he be able to teach and give instruction? Who will understand the message I am trying to give? Is it only those that are just being weaned from their mother's breast? The one that just finishing that early stage in life when they were living on their mother's milk. I would like to remind you here of Yishayahu's words back in chapter 7 verse 14. Parak Zion where Yeshayahu was frustrated with the leadership of Yehuda, of Judah, with King Ahaz, with King Ahaz. And then he told him at the time, the young girl will give birth to a baby, and at least the baby will know to reject evil and choose good. If you recall how we interpreted that verse then, that Yeshayahu understood that sometimes the strength of the people lies among the simple and the faithful, the young, the children, the young women, those that are not members of the elite, the, the, the supposed leadership, that he, Ishayahu always understood that there will always be hope for the people as they will be able to learn and not be corrupted by the sins of the elders, and that hope lies among the children, among the young. Here Ishayahu is expressing the same sentiment, that when the people of Ephraim and the northern kingdom are destroyed, and the remainder of the people are still corrupt, to whom shall we teach? Only the young children that have just been weaned from their mother's breast. Only they do we finally, do we have a chance to teach and teach our lesson. Kitzavlotsov, Tzavlotsov, Kavlokov, Kavlokov, Zeersham, Zeersham. When one teaches children, one teaches it in small amounts, in little bits. Tzav, one mitzvah here, one mitzvah there, a little commandment here, a little commandment there. Tzav is referring to a mitzvah, a good deed, a commandment. One teaches a child not too much at a time, you teach a little bit, 
and then a little bit, and then a little bit until it adds up. Kavla Kav is a, is a beam built to support a wall, one beam at a time. A little bit, one beam, and then a little bit, another beam, and then you add more and add more until you have an entire wall. Zeir Sham, Zeir Sham, a little bit here, a little bit there. That's all we can teach in this environment where no one's listening, where everyone is corrupt, and the only ones listening are the young, the uncorrupted. This is how it has to be. For when I talk to the adults, it's as if I am stammering. I am jumbled and speaking in a foreign language because they refuse to listen. It's like I'm standing and speaking to them in a foreign language when I try to speak to the adults, to the leadership, to the people that are supposedly on top. I'm trying to tell them, I'm trying to show them how to rest. He's standing, he paints the image of a people marching, people moving forward and exhausted and a long trip. And he's standing there showing them, look, you can sit down here. It's a beautiful place to rest. And they refuse to listen. They just keep on going. That's the image that Ishayahu is painting here. I'm standing here telling the people, I have a refuge for you. I have, you can come, you can believe in God, you can worship God, you can work towards justice and righteousness. There's a way out, but no one listens. So the word of God is only it's not the people won't listen, the adults won't listen, but at least some people, some people will have the purity of the young souls, of the children's souls. Tzavlatsov, tzavlatsov. Right? The little commandment here, a little commandment there. Kavlakov, kavlakov. A little building block here, a little building block there. Zeersham, zeersham. A little here, a little there. This is all that teaching it is. Why? Because the rest of them, Leman Yelchu Vachashlu Kadu. Those those people that refuse to listen, they won't take those little lessons. They're just going to keep on going. They're going to trip over backward. They're going to become broken. They're going to become injured. And eventually they're going to become captured in that world to come where justice will take place. I will conclude uh, 28a here. Looking forward to continuing the study of this chapter with you in 28b.